0: And welcome to episode 297 of the VegGrab Podcast. My name's Richard and I love to grow food in my allotment and garden. Today is the 29th of April 2020. Today I'll be talking about how I deal with slugs and snails. But firstly what have I been up to today? Well this morning I went down the allotment and we had a dry start to the day. So while it was dry I made the most of it and worked outside. Firstly was to finally build and attach the door to my compost bin that I built a couple of weeks ago. Now this has been another one of those jobs that I've put off in order to get other jobs carried out. However, today I've got it built and it has been built out of more of this old pallet wood that I reclaimed when I dismantled some of the beds. Now I'm happy with the door, now it's attached. I then moved some of the compost material from my bin into this compost bin to start filling it up and as I was digging down I found that actually I had a bit of compost that is already rotted down and ready to use and actually there's quite a bit there. Now I'm going to save this for my potatoes and the potatoes have actually started to show themselves above the ground. Now an interesting observation I've made about the potatoes here. These potatoes on the allotment are in the ground and they were planted about a week or two earlier than the buckets that I have at home. But buckets at home, they are growing. They're off to a flying start and they're actually much further ahead than the growth of the plants on the allotment. The growth on the buckets are much bigger. It's quite an interesting difference between the two. Now, of course, the results actually lie in the potatoes when it comes to harvest time. And we'll be comparing that as a better way of telling the difference. Anyway, back to the allotment. Now, I started doing more weeding, but it started raining, so I headed into Granddad's greenhouse. And one of the great advantages of a greenhouse is the ability to shelter when it rains, yet still work on gardening. Now, in the greenhouse a few weeks ago, I planted out some aubergine and tomato plants, and so far, only one aubergine plant didn't make it, and that I replaced today. However, all the other plants, They haven't done much growth either. They're still alive and they look absolutely happy. They just have not pot on any growth. What I actually think is going on is they're potting on root growth. And possibly in the next couple of weeks, they'll suddenly just jump into life and pot on a lot of growth. I then planted up some pepper plants just in the front row of this bed And while I was doing this, I spotted a common lizard that had taken up residence inside the greenhouse. Now, I wondered if this was why I haven't seen any slugs or snails. However, I did do a bit of research and found out that they don't eat slugs and snails. They eat more spiders and things. However, he's still welcome to live in my greenhouse. I don't mind it at all. Now, while still in the greenhouse, I staked up my tomatoes and cucumbers that are in pots these plants do not have a home yet, but while they're still in pots, I figured they need staking to grow straight. Now, the usual thing to use for this is some small green canes that we can buy from a garden centre. However, a couple of years ago, I realised I could use barbecue skewers. Now, I use barbecue skewers because they are cheap in comparison. For example, I found a packet of 10 green canes to cost about a pound. Whereas for the same price, the barbecue skewers, I get a pack of 100. Both do the same job. They're both about the same thickness and they're just as good as each other. And I find the barbecue skewers are just, well, they're cheaper. (laughs) I can't say anything more than that. They're cheaper. That's my pure reason for using it. Anyway, these stewards just get stuck into each pot and then I've tied in the plants to the stake. And this is just growing those plants on to make them nice and straight. Again, this is one of those jobs that it takes a while and it's a little tedious, but it's done now and I'm quite thankful for it. So that's what I've been up to today. What about yourself? Now slugs and snails are always the most complained about pests that gardeners have. This is mostly because of the fact that these pests will eat our tiny seedlings and plants and they will eat them overnight, given half a chance. However, in my garden, I get very, very little problems with these creatures. Now, to the point that I actually grow a hosta plant and hostas, they're edible for humans, but they're also edible for slugs and snails. They're actually a magnet for slugs and snails, but they don't eat my hosta plants, So I'm happy with that. But what do I do to enable this? Well firstly I do have chickens and chickens do eat some small slugs and snails. They also churn up the soil which I think unsettles any slugs and snails as well and those two together help keep the numbers down. Now I recognise that not everybody can have chickens so I won't focus too much on these because I don't think they are the main factor in this but it is just one more advantage to keeping chickens. The main factor in why I get very few problems with slugs and snails is because I encourage wildlife in my garden. And this is something that we can all do and it really does make a big difference. Now firstly, the small birds such as thrushes or blue tits, I encourage those in my garden by leaving out bird seed for them. And I also put out water so they can have a water bath and drink. I've also put up some bird houses and they nest in my trees and ivy. Now, although I do plan to get rid of the ivy, I am making sure the birds have somewhere else to use in the garden for that same sort of thing before the ivy comes down. I also encourage hedgehogs in my garden, and I've built several hedgehog homes in various positions around my garden. They also have taken up residence in my greenhouse, and they chose to do that off their own back. Again, I leave out food and water for the hedgehogs, and what I've found for food for hedgehogs is a specialist Hedgehog food. Not that expensive. You can usually get it from a garden centre, but you can also probably find it on Amazon. I'll find a link and add it to the show notes for this podcast. I've also found that this hedgehog food, it doesn't encourage rats or other vermin either. It purely just does encourage hedgehogs. Now, many years ago, I would use slug pellets. Now, these slug pellets have been banned, but I stopped using them long before they were banned. There was a period where I used wool pellets and they actually worked really, really well. And they were organic and they also rotted down into the soil. And these wool pellets just work by the smell or there's something about the wool that the slugs and snails didn't like. And more importantly, I found they worked. But I have moved away from this because the wildlife aspect works so much better. And let's not forget, the wildlife can be protecting your plants when you're not around. Other methods that I've used in the past that is successful. One is slug traps. Now, this is just a small beaker or something sunk into the ground with a small amount of beer placed in the bottom. And it's as simple as that. The slugs will then go and find that beer because they can smell it or weather, get a bit drunk and be unable to get out. And then they would unfortunately drown in the bottom. The disadvantage that I had with this, one, if the trap is left for a few days, those slugs and snails get a bit smelly. And two, if it rains, that beer might wash out, which kind of defeats the point and wastes beer. The other, actually the third disadvantage with this method is that it's a waste of beer, but... Now, another method that I've used in the past is nightly trips in the garden, especially after rain, and I just go out with a torch and catch as many slugs and snails as I could possibly see. These were all pot in a pot, and some people would basically kill them, or I would actually just take them away to a, a nearby wooded area and let them go. Don't know if we're meant to do that, but that's what I would like to do. It's also possible to leave bricks or something around the garden and you will find slugs and snails congregate under there during the day. So just once a day, go and lift that brick, remove all the slugs and snails and Bob's your uncle. This is all done to reduce the numbers and the more you reduce the numbers, the more effective this becomes. It does require dedication and you have got to do this on a pretty much regular basis, nightly if possible but just to the point that you can keep those slugs and snails and population down. Now there's one method that I have never used before, but it's something that I've thought about testing, and that's nematodes. Now nematodes are a microscopic creature that attacks slugs and snails. They're a natural predator to the slugs and snails. They're not harmful to humans or any other wildlife or animal out there. They are specifically for slugs and snails, and they are found naturally in the soil. However, to get the numbers up good enough, you do need to buy in nematode treatment, which can be expensive, and you have to repeat that treatment every so many weeks. Now, they are meant to work very, very well. So I can't say from experience that I've used them, because I'll be honest, I've not used it. But from what I've read and what I've seen, they can be proven to be very, very effective. However, the disadvantage is if you're using them on an allotment, you need your neighbours to use them as well. So you need a lot of it to be effective. If you've got any experience with that, then I would love to know. But that is how I deal with slugs and snails. What do you do yourself? Do you have any methods that you would like to share with me or to other listeners? If you do, you can email me richard at uk or leave a comment on the website at theveggrowerpodcast.co.uk. You can find me on social media, just search for The Veg Podcast, and pretty much that's how to get hold of me. Well, that's it for today. I hope everyone out there is staying well and keeping safe. It's certainly a great time in the garden, I know that much, even despite the rain. But please take care for today. I'll see you again next time.